0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله الذي أنزل على عبد الكتاب ولم يجعل له عوجا أحمده سبحانه وأشكره وهو على كل شيء شريب وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحمد النبي الامين خاطب المسلمين على محمد وعلى اله ومن باحسان الى يوم الدين start in the name of Allah The Most compassionate The Most merciful The Lord of the heavens and the earth The one and only the beginning and the end And we pray for blessings and grace upon the Prophet Muhammad and his progeny and his family and all the Prophets of Allah and their progenies and their family and upon all Muslims who follow in the path of the Lord adhering to the straight path. We live in strange times. We live in times that call upon us to dig deep within ourselves, to define our relationship to Allah and to define our relationship to Islam and to ask ourselves in the most basic and fundamental way, what is Islam to us? What is Islam to this world? What is the message of fitrah, the message of innateness and intuition? What is the message that by its very nature should appeal to every thinking moral human being the religion of fitra the religion of innateness of intuition by the logic of this very idea should appeal to every ethical moral human being and should not appeal to every immoral unethical and ugly human being by the nature of this very idea. When Allah tells us that this is the fitrah that this is the fitra of human beings. This is the intuition. This is the natural instinct that should appeal to human beings. Allah has said to us something weighty and heavy and should make us pause and think and reflect because if the Islam, as we have interpreted it and practiced it, instinctively appeals to immoral human beings, to ugly human beings. Then there is something wrong. But if this Islam appeals to the most ethical, the most moral, the most just, the most beautiful, then there is something right. Islam didn't come to destroy the moral fabric of an individual or of individuals. Islam didn't come to say that what Allah has created within the human beings, within their, their very system of consciousness and awareness and understanding is flawed and must be re-engineered. Islam came to augment the good, to elevate the good, to increase what is good, and to resist and minimize what is not good. We often ignore the connotations of the meaning of din al-fitrah, the religion of intuition and instinct. In this vein, I repeat, we live in odd times, but they could also potentially be liberating times. 30 years ago, when I wrote a book titled The Authoritative and Authoritarian, back then I would encounter Muslims of every type and color in the United States and in the West. And I would find that much of what they insist on is based on the most superficial knowledge of the Hadith literature. Much of what they insist on was authoritarian because it imposed a despotic regime upon the intellect and hearts of human beings. Thirty years ago, everywhere you turned, there were people that insisted that music is haram, although music is coded in the human genetic makeup music is is instinctive and intuitive to the fabric of a human being as language or as a sense of happiness and a sense of sadness. Even more, citing authorities that are well-known, people would say that this is a conclusive matter. It's a, there is an ijma on it. You can't debate it. You can't discuss it. The ma'azif musical instruments are clearly haram and that is a closed issue. They would also say that pictures and photographs and drawings and most of art, if not all of it, is haram, haram, haram. They would also say that befriending or seeking a peaceful coexistence with non-Muslims is undesirable. And they would also say that it is the nature of a Muslim to do precisely the opposite of what non-Muslims do. So we were told repeatedly that it is the sunnah of the Prophet that we adopt nothing of the culture or the values or the practices of the West and the vehemence and the intolerance by which these assertions were made we so unequivocal and so uncompromising. We were also told that the voice of a woman is Aura. A woman should not be heard and should not be seen. That the mosque of a woman is her home. A woman is best at home where she lives in seclusion and that she should obey her husband as if she obeys God, that the pleasure of God is contingent on the pleasure of her husband. We were also told that the mixing of sexes is haram. Men should be segregated in their own space and women segregated in their own space. And that social act Activity beyond the home for women is haram. The list of harams went on and on and on. And at the time, when I wrote The Authoritative and Authoritarian, challenging this type of unnatural Islam Islam that makes human beings feel awkward with themselves and feel a lack of peace with themselves. There were attacks left and right. There were attacks for 30 years. The claim was always, oh, you just want to westernize Islam. You're a liberal. You want to liberalize Islam. You're a progressive, you want, you don't like Islam the way it is, so you want to change it. And repeatedly, time and again, you told people the Islam that you have in your imagination is the artificial and invented Islam. It is an Islam that was fabricated in the modern age for reasons that have nothing to do with the intuitive, beautiful, and serene message of the Islamic faith. The days go by and then we start living in these rather interesting and odd times. The very same, very jurists that once upon a time called me and called people like me people of innovations and heresies. The same people who put me and people like me on blacklists and declared that we are fitna to the ummah and that we should not be allowed to speak in Islamic events and Islamic conferences. Those very same individuals, lo and behold, overnight, overnight, discover that guess what? All along, all along, music was not haram after all. And not only that, but there are some weird and uh, weird conclusions and weird irons. Those same individuals happily declare that Mariah Carey with her exposed bosom is acceptable entertainment. There's no problem. But those same individuals till today Insist that methods of recitation of the Quran, which observes the rule, the rules of tonality, and music is haram. So apparently, the recitation of Abdul Basit or Manshawi or Tablawi, that's haram, but Mariah Carey is not haram. We live in odd times. A short while ago, one of those shiuch was asked whether it's halal for women to, attend, to watch soccer on TV. And he promptly declared it's haram. Because if a woman watches soccer on TV, he said she will see the ample size of men. And if she sees the ample size of men, she will be aroused. And if she is aroused, she will not be happy with her husband. That same sheikh, that drove was crazy for years with his misfatwa overnight, without even an explanation for why change, the reason for the change, says, well, there's no problem with women not just attending soccer matches, but attending hip hop concerts. It's okay. And and the same Shi'uch that for years told us it's haram for a woman to mix with men in a mosque, it's haram for women to mix with men at work, now say there's no problem if women. Men and women go to concerts. And I, the the, the so called liberal and progressive would not attend the conferences that they attend because my Islamic sense of character would find it distasteful and morally uncomfortable. Overnight, the change is overnight. The same people who for years told us that to have pictures, drawings, even pictures of animals in your home or flowers or whatever it is, are the same people. And I saw this very recently there's a picture of the king of Saudi Arabia and children about five, six years old are standing in a line and as they pass they declare allegiance to the picture of the king. If that doesn't remind you of idolatry they are doing to a picture. If that doesn't remind you of idolatry, I don't know what would. Those are the same people, the same individuals, the same so-called scholars the same so-called Imams that trained generations of Imams that went overseas and came to the U.S. to teach us Islam. Those are the same people who for decades have called people like me liberal and progressive and westernized. Now, it doesn't take a genius to know why they changed overnight. It changed, they changed because the king or the crown prince or whoever it was wanted to change. It's as simple as that. No juristic explanations, no fiqh, no usuli method, no research, overnight. Overnight, things changed, but it's not, it doesn't stop here. Those are also the same people who blessed and praised the destruction of the homes of Aisha, the homes of Abu Bakr, the homes of Umar ibn al-Khattab in Mecca, who blessed the destruction of a number of a thousand-year-old mosques in Mecca, and in their place, they built a Hilton skyscrapers, the Kaaba used to be the jewel of Mecca, the heart of Mecca. Today, the Kaaba appears small and shrunken in the midst of the high rises of Mecca, but it even gets worse. There's a project to expand the Haram in Mecca to further westernize the architecture and the city planning of Mecca. Instead of the beautiful handmade Islamic calligraphy, the companies that now are rebuilding the new expansions come from the United States. It's subcontracted to its contracted to Bin Laden Company, and Bin Laden Company is subcontracting to all types of Western companies to further westernize and anglicize the way Mecca looks and feels. Mecca looks like the place for rich people. And if you're not rich, you feel alienated and foreign in Mecca. You can buy a nice condo with a window where from high above, you can see the Kaaba below as if it's a tourist attraction. You can, instead of visiting and reading the Fatha for, for Abu Bakr, you can go to the Hilton and stay there on where the home Abu Bakr used to stand. The new expansion will destroy whatever remains and very little remains of the Islamic heritage in Mecca and the Islamic historical remains. You want to talk about a bid'ah? Show me a bigger bid'ah than this. You want to talk about a lack of respect for methodology and a system of thought? Show me one bigger than this. The same shiyukh that changed their mind about everything on the face of the earth, including and sometimes you get some very odd things. Like they'll tell you the voice of a woman is A'ura, but the the voice of Maria, Maria Carey singing is not A'ura. It, it, it's it, it, we no longer have Fiqh or Sharia coming out from that blessed part of the world. We have an absolute mess brought about by despotism and oppression, and by the desire to be in the good graces of an Islamophobe, Donald Trump. Isn't it an irony that Donald Trump builds a career on attacking Islam and Muslims and epitomizes Islamophobia? And then the grand imam of Arabia, Sheikh Soudais, says, with the blessings of MBS and Donald Trump, Saudi and the US is leading the world. You are bragging that your hand is in the hand of an Islamophobe, of someone who made it clear that his absolute disdain and hate for Muslims, the same people who for years, decades, said that playing chess, is an unforgivable, unforgivable sin. If you play chess, you go to hell. That same sheikh, I saw a picture, a video of him recently playing cards in the, the, the New Entertainment Center and smiling broadly as he completely forgot all the misery that he's put Muslims through for 30 years. What is the point? The point is Allah has blessed us. Allah has blessed us that the masks of hypocrisy have fallen and has reminded us that this is the religion of fitra, of instinct and intuition, of reasonableness, of beauty. If someone comes and tells you the voice of a woman is Aura, say, where you learned this doctrine, is now suspect. I will consult. First, build your Iman. That's a preliminary step. Become pious. That's step one. Do your prayers fast. pay zakah. Build your Islamic sensibilities. But two, say, I will consult the intuition of a Muslim, my intuition, and ask, is this reasonable? Is this beautiful? Someone comes and says, this picture is haram or you must obey your husband blindly or you must do this or be segregated there. All the, 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 that garbage that we had lived 30 years suffering from immediately say, I consult the religion of fitrah. Is it reasonable? Is it beautiful? When Allah tells us, Allah adli wal-ihsan." Allah commands justice and beauty. Is Allah talking to you like you would talk to an animal where you don't expect that the animal will comprehend? Or is Allah expecting you to have a sense of what justice and and beauty are? Consult yourself. Does this sound just? Does this sound beautiful? If it leads to my oppression if it leads to my marginalization, if it leads to my degradation, is it adl? Is it justice? Is it ihsan? Is it beauty? If your heart then is uncomfortable because you suspect it is, then say, excuse me, I am not a scholar, and I don't know about the technicalities about whatever hadith you're citing. But until I have an opportunity to consult a scholar that I trust, a real scholar, not a scholar that changes overnight because his boss told him to change, a real scholar, a scholar that shines beauty and piety and serenity, not a scholar that takes advantage of people and marries women as if he is consuming cows or milking them. Not a scholar that abuses the bodies of females. Or a scholar of harshness and intolerance and fanaticism. But I consult an authoritative scholar that I trust. You can keep your advice to yourself. Thank you very much, but I don't want to hear it. This is a methodology. Because Allah has blessed us that the hypocrisy has exposed the hypocrites. And this is a new chapter for Muslims, especially Muslims in the West. The Islam that's coming from the lands of hypocrisy, Egyptian Islam, Saudi Islam, Emirati Islam, all the Islams that are coming from the lands of despotism and hypocrisy. Say, thank you very much, but no. Keep it to yourself, I will find a scholar that reaches my heart, and I will consult with them about the evidence. But in the meanwhile, I am doing what my sensibilities tell to me is Ihsan and Adl, is what is beautiful and just. This is a transformative moment because the hypocrisy and the lies and the ugliness has become intolerable 30 years ago, when I started my critique of the type of Islam that I've called puritanical Islam, people would say, Why? Why the Fitna brother? Why? Why are you raising these issues? I raised them because I foresaw what will it lead to. And it leads to the type of fiasco and chaos that exists today where things are turned on and off purely at the pleasure of a despotic ruler and nothing more. There are those who think that their true Islam will somehow come from overseas or that link the truth of Islam to the despotic politics of overseas, I think are not upon a straight path. It has become abundantly clear Muslims in the West must see themselves as the original pioneers of Islam, especially those who rediscover their face or convert to the face, and know that this is a message of adl and ihsan of justice and beauty to humanity, and ask themselves what would this message of justice and beauty to humanity entail? In this moment, what does justice and beauty as a gift upon humanity would mean? If you can liberate your thinking from all the garbage that, that we see by the colonized, dominated, subjugated, all the garbage that we see by the subjugated Middle East and forget about that and say, I am a pioneer of Islam. And as a pioneer of Islam, I must ask myself the question fresh as if I'm writing a new page. Work on my piety and think about justice and beauty as a moral imperative for Muslims here and now. I want to end with some reflections upon something that I've struggled with and I'm struggling with. We all heard about the visit of the Pope to the United Arab Emirates. We all heard about the stadium he filled, the prayer he uttered. We all heard about Sheikh Al-Azhar meeting him and about the interreligious tolerance initiative they launched, and about all of that. That's fine. Religious tolerance is justice and beauty. And whoever can say something negative about that. But there is something that still bothers my heart. The Pope visits a Muslim country that is complicit to the helm in a genocide in a genocide in which thousands upon thousands of children perished and Yemeni women are being trafficked for sex and prostitution. Because I work in human trafficking and I see the results. The Yemeni government has done nothing about the sexual assaults committed by Yemeni military forces against Yemeni women. It's not just ISIS that rapes women. It's also Yemeni soldiers and Saudi soldiers and the prisons of Yemen, the prisons of the United Arab Emirates are full of Muslim scholars being tortured as they fill the prisons of Saudi and the prisons of Egypt and Algeria, and Syria being tortured, humiliated, murdered, and the Pope visits and says a prayer for Yemen and the children of Yemen as Muslims, is that the point we've reached? We are willing to forget Jerusalem, let the let the Israelis have it. We have no dignity about anything. We are, Trump, someone comes and is, is is a bigot and a racist and demeans and degrades Muslims. And we say, you're our friend, you're our buddy. We love you. How can we give you more? And then we are so happy that the Catholic Pope comes to a Muslim land, leads, people in prayer is kind enough to meet sheik al-Azhar, which, you know, where is the Islam where Muslims would, would not have that type of insecurity that needs to be fulfilled by others and needs to be somehow, as if Muslims are so insecure, they want Someone like the Pope to come and say, you, you're, you, you know, you're okay, you're not bad. Oh, Alhamdulillah, he, he says Islam is not a violent religion. As if he, the, his testament, his shahada, is all we need for us to feel good about our religion. What in God's name, your, your holiness, Pope, sir? How about the genocide? How about the same people in prison being tortured and killed as you are going around with the leaders of the same leaders who are responsible for systematic and egregious human rights violations? Adl wal Justice and beauty. It's as simple as that. Is this just? Is this beautiful? Is a genocide just and beautiful? Is rich elites sitting together, praising each other, playing a of the, the roles of etiquette while ignoring the suffering and dying just and beautiful? It is time for us to be pioneers of Islam. To say, this is not Islam. None of this is Islam. We, we, we pray to Allah that Allah guides you, that Allah somehow heals your hearts. But for us Muslims in the United States and the West, we must think and you think on a blank page. Our Islamic faith must think, must invite us and call upon us to think as moral human beings about what is most just and most beautiful. And therein will be the Sirat al-Mustaqim, the straight path, the path of the Lord. Allahumma ahdina Sirat al-Mustaqim. Amin. Allahumma ahdina Sirat al-Mustaqim. Amen. Wa lana ya Rabb al-A'lamin. Wahdina laa akraba minhaza rashada. Ya Allahumma aslih al Islam, al Muslimin ya Rabb al-A'lamin. Aslih al Muslimin ya Ali ya Azim. Allah, guide us to the straight path and to the strength to endure, and give us the strength to endure. Grant us patience and forbearance. Allah, allow us to stay on the correct path and not be tempted by all the false falsities and all the delusions of our age. You are the most forgiving and the most merciful.